Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to the State Introverted Podcast. I am your co-host, Jay Coleman. Whoops, I keep muting the wrong camera. And I am your other co the wrong mic. I am your other co-host, Steph Laffy. <laughs> At some point, we'll get this shit right, but not today. Another awesome intro, as we typically do. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so once again, welcome and thank you all for tuning in, to, tuning in with us as we uh, navigate this wonderful podcasting journey. And today we're actually, uh, Steph and I are both thrilled to have a very special friend on the show, one of my special friends, Miss Shalia Williams, the host of the Black Introverted Mom podcast. Let's give it up for Miss Williams, aka Shalia. Yay! Thank you both. I, I am honored to be here with my internet introvert friends. Thank you for having me on. I've been Thank waiting you. to come Thank on. You. Thank <laughs> you for being here. Uh, we were just telling Shalia offline, uh, there's really no structure to this uh, <laughs> podcast and out the gate just... <laughs> just, just yeah. Maybe we should have some structure. Um, no! So. I, I like it <laughs> I remember even listening to a few of your earlier episodes, and that's why I was I laughed when Jay was like another classic intro. The, yeah. the, the fumbles and the mess ups in the intro are one of my favorite parts. <laughs> Keep it in structure. <laughs> okay, we love it. I mean, I, I say that, but like you know, I we probably were never gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we're like 12 episodes in, and we still can't stick the landing on our outro, which is kind of our, that's just our thing. That's our outro. We just can't get it right. So, so. I enjoyed that. <laughs> but again, I uh, want to welcome you and thank you for joining us on the podcast. Uh, you know, we'll kind of dive right into, into the episode. One of the things that I've always wanted to ask you is, you know, what led you to start your own, your own podcast? Oh, sure. So the pandemic, it's a number of reasons. I think um, I thought about it and I became a mom in 2018. And, um, you know, a lot of, you may hear a lot of moms or parents kind of talk about this. I guess specifically with moms, it could be kind of an isolating experience, especially if you're newer to it. And then it was like, I had this kid in 2018. And then obviously, you know, in 2020 came this pandemic. So it was really isolating. So anyway, I was just like, uh, I feel weird, but I can't be the only one on the planet feeling these things. So I'm like, I will start a podcast. And I toyed around with a couple of different ideas. I have a bunch of different interests. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, this is where introvert has been thrown around. I, I learned it some years before then. I'm like, I think I'm, I'm definitely an introvert. But I realized that my experience being um, Black and introverted was different than how it seemed that other uh, non-Black folks experienced introversion. And then I layered that with being a mom. So it just felt like there were all these intersections just like different, 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 different. So then I'm like, I'll get on the microphone and talk. I talk to myself all the time. I will put a microphone in front of myself and record <laughs> it. And then people seem to like it. And I really liked it. So that's a little bit about why I got started now. That's awesome. And that actually leads me into my next question, which was, you know, what's the, what's been the response from your from your podcast? Yeah, um, I guess surprisingly, because, again, like I was doing it, it really was for me. Um, when I first started, it was just like, let me just put it out there. Maybe I'll get a few people that may like it. But then the numbers just kept growing. 
And then I was receiving DMs and people were like, hey, could you cover this topic? And I'm like, wait, you want to hear more from me? Okay. <laughs> and then there was like, um, uh, authors reached out to me and was like, hey, you should maybe do a book. And then they were like, let's get you in this magazine for this interview. So I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with these folks, but okay. (laughs) And then, and and even still to this day, like even on social media, like I'll get certain responses. It's like, oh, wow. So relatable or one of my favorites. And then um, checking the, you know, the analytics of the podcast and you'll see like, you know, the response and it, it was overwhelming in a good way. So for whatever reason, people, Seem to have enjoyed it. <laughs> well, That's amazing. Yes, and I can tell you, we, uh, Steph and I definitely enjoy it. Um, we've we've both been uh, guests on your podcast, which we definitely appreciate. And you're absolutely right. It's just, you know, it's it's a, it's a podcast that so many people can relate to because it, it transcends so many things. You know, you have introversion, you have you know being black in the world, um, mm-hmm. you have being being a parent, being a mother, being a black mother, just so many things that connects and interconnects and it's just awesome, which I, and I, I love it. And I love, I love what you said there about how like, you know, you just kind of show up and you talk and you put the podcast mic under and whatever comes out over the course of an hour, that's, that's what comes out. And it, it really goes to show that even though like, you know, we all have our unique experiences and, we're all living in different places. Like we all have kind of the same issues and challenges and like things that we worry about. Like it just, it's so human and it really brings us all together. Absolutely. Um, funny enough, I was thinking about it when you all were laughing, like your intro and your outro, just kind of being a mess kind of thing. Me rambling <laughs> on my podcast is a thing. Cause I'll be like, here are the notes because I need to make sure I hit everything that I'm supposed to. And then I'll ramble and think of a story or it's like, oh, this one time this happened. Then I'm like, okay, I went off on a tangent, but that's just <laughs> my thing. I do tangents and then I got to bring myself back. So I have to have some sort of structure because <laughs> my episodes would be a whole, I don't know what it would be if I didn't have at least <laughs> like, stop. Don't talk about this. <laughs> so it's oh really my god, my brain will be somewhere else. But I think you know, as introverts, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the tangents are kind of where a lot of the good conversations lie. You know, I I, yeah. I, I, I believe that you know, there, there's gold in those in those tangents, and, yeah. and you know, we don't always know where it's going to end up, but we kind of just get on the tangent and we just you know, go down that rabbit hole and 20, 30, 40 minutes later, we've, <laughs> we're having a great How did we get here? <laughs> yeah. you no, know? you are so, I, I agree with that. And maybe it's because it's that um, we think, we do so much thinking. Introversion is just like thinking, thinking, thoughts and thoughts and thoughts and overthinking. And what about this? And connecting those things. We're such thinkers and very introspective. So it's like, once we find something we're passionate about, it's just this. You just check, check, <laughs> check, 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 and then it goes. At least it's like that for me. So, no, definitely, it's that's one hundred percent. Yes, Jay. I, Jay is a lot better. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Not good. No, you go. You go. 
Um, we're gonna have a lot of this bobbing and weaving here. I have a feeling it's like typical introverts. You get a couple of us in a room, we're all excited. <laughs> um, but Jay is a lot better than I am about redirecting. Like I will literally like go down the rabbit hole like so deep, and he's like, "All right, we got to get this shit back on track." So, <laughs> so I'm curious, Shalia, like. You it's it just you on your podcast, which is yeah. dope. But like, how do you redirect yourself without a J? <laughs> um, do you have an inner J? I, I do. <laughs> I, I, I have my inner J. <laughs> I think it's oh, I, actually it is it is a part of me because I'm very much that person. When working in a group, I am that person that's like, let's bring it in, let's get back on task. I'm very much like. Let's just get this stuff done and over with. You not only have but so much energy. So we we can have fun and talk, but let's redirect and get it together. So I'm kind of like both. Maybe I have this alter ego where I'm like, ah, like I might have my outer self. I'm like, and blah blah blah. And what about this? And butterflies and lamb chops. I don't know. And then my energy is okay. But about this introverted podcast, you start. So people kind of fighting with each other, but it works. Yeah, I and I mean, to be fair, I, I try not to like be too strict of a, a redirector. <laughs> um, I, I, I really only try to redirect when we're getting into like very like uh, like hot button uh, topics like yeah. felonies. You know, I try to bring us back from from the oh, like like <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring that up. <laughs> you had to wait. We're a family. <laughs> we're we're a family show, so we don't we don't want to venture into the you know you know. Un- unaliving people, so we tend to just, you know, every day, you. you know, yeah. and we well, don't do it often, just every now and then we kind of veer into that, into that, that neighborhood, and I guess gotta, you know, get us back on track. Yeah, we, we were we were saying how, like, you know, like, how I'd be horrible at being a serial killer. <laughs> 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 and David's like, alright, we need to backtrack it, we need to get it <laughs> on safe ground before this goes somewhere. <laughs> no, but it's funny because those are the kind of like twisted thoughts I'll have to myself or just with people close to me. It's like you find that one person you could just let it all hang with. Like my sister, that would be a conversation we would have. And luckily I don't record that. So now I wonder <laughs> talking to you two, would I be worse off with a with a co-host? Would they get me into conversations like who would be the best serial killer? Or is it better that I just <laughs> That I just do it all. I mean, <laughs> listen, it 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 makes for good conversation. I'm not going to deny that. It's just there's that line between good conversation and first forty eight. You, know, <laughs> you have to navigate that. It is <laughs> it is it's, it's, it's tricky. <laughs> and unfortunately, I don't know that line, but at least they died. <laughs> yes. Okay, I, I I have more of an idea of where that line is. <laughs> so, so I'll bring. I'll just. I'll like. All right, we we're tiptoeing. We're tiptoeing. Let's you know. <laughs> jump on back. It's good. It's, it's a good talk. It's a fascinating talk. We'll we'll get likes and reviews. Let's come on back. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, I love it. But I mean, that's that's just how we are. Like, we never really know where the conversation is going, and I think that's what a lot of uh, extroverts, non-introverts, don't really understand. They think they just kind of just 
fire away in the hope something sticks. <laughs> it's like it's like whoa, nah, homie. You know. <laughs> That's true. It's a lot coming at you at once. I, I can agree. Yeah, it, it, it's it's it, it is a lot, and um, to, I, I would think some sometimes, for at least for me, it's hard explaining that to someone mm-hmm. who's not introverted. It's hard um, articulating that, I guess, to someone mm-hmm. who isn't introverted, and it's something that I've struggled with. Really, my entire life, I've gotten, I've become better at it, but it's still hard sometimes to really school someone on just how I am and kind of what goes on in my mind and what it takes for me to really be or feel like I'm in a safe space to talk and and share because there's a lot of, there's a lot, a lot lot of shit in here. And it's like the world, (laughs) the world isn't really ready for that. <laughs> so it's like we really well, they're gonna up. have to be because I'm here and I have got something to say. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but, no, yeah. I agree. So one of the, <laughs> I'll uh, switching gears a little bit. Um, I know mm-hmm. Steph had a had a question about community, but I'll kind of tee it up with um, what Shilia, what does community mean to you? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I feel like to piggyback off a little bit about what you said, it's just kind of, for me, it's that safe space. Community for me would be somewhere I can go where we share enough common interests. um, And I just feel completely safe expressing myself, being myself. But also community, it's important for me to be able to learn as well. Like I like similarities, but I like us to be just different enough that I can experience people uh, from different backgrounds or different ideas. Like I'm really, again, I always go back to this. I'm really like in my head a lot and I really enjoy learning. So anywhere that I can learn and connect with people and feel safe doing it, that would be community to me. Awesome. Oh my God, I got to get used to having, I, I really need to get a camera. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll do it. Um, that was, that was some good stuff. Uh, Jay, I'm curious, like, what what do you think of as a community? Because I asked this question on Threads earlier in preparation for this episode, uh-huh. and what I what I noticed was that everybody has a different definition of community, and it's like it's such a simple word, and we all know, like, sort of that we want it, but like it means something different to everyone. I think. Um, so, what does it mean to you? Uh, well, you're right. I think um, community, it's, it's, I think it's personal to everyone, you know, when, when we stop and think about it. But to, to me, kind of piggyback off what Shalia said, it is really a, a safe space where everyone can kind of be themselves. Everyone feels safe to share um, certain things, personal things about themselves and to really be able to build something mm-hmm. um that's something that i've been trying trying to find as an as an, an introvert i know a lot of times you know we, we like our alone time we, we definitely love like our, our alone time but even we need community and that mm-hmm. can kind of be hard for us because you know it's you know one thing that extroverts are very good at is kind of putting themselves out there and kind of making that first move and it's something that if you're not 
used to or don't really have practice with, it can be difficult. Um, but it really is that's that's kind of how you build a community. And uh, with me, my community unsurprisingly has a lot of introverts in it. So <laughs> it's kind of this game sometimes as as to who's going to make that first move. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's one, it one of the times where one of those things where I've learned because I'm in this community and because I understand how we are. Um, I understand that. Okay, one of us got to make this, this goddamn move. Um, so I'll just, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Um, but that's that's kind of what you know what community really means to me. It is creating that safe space because in those moments, actually, I I feel safer saying, "Hey, how you doing?" Because I, I know that there's at least one other person that um, not just may have a similar interest, but is similar, and that they understand kind of how it feels. To be in a position where it's just nerve-wracking sometimes to be to just say hi. Um, mm -hmm. So having someone that understands that kind of makes it easier. And I don't, I don't know if that's that's weird or not, but it just it makes it easier because you kind of have that common ground, that common footing. Um, so that kind of takes care of a lot of things. Um, very long-winded answer, but that's my answer. No, yeah, I mean, you sound like me, Jesus. <laughs> 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 I loved it though. I love it. You should do more long-winded answers. So I'm not the only long-winded one over here. Uh, no, because I start sweating and like, like, nah, I don't like. I'm I'm sweating now, so I don't I don't. Talking is a contact sport for me, so I don't I don't. Okay. I love that talking is a contact sport. Yeah, that should be is. on a chart. It's, 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 it's going to be. Okay. By the way, shameless plug. I'm wearing one of my alternate colors on my shirt. I and so is Shalia. And, and I am wearing. Yes. The introvert no, our our first and yes. most popular design. But all right, enough enough business. I missed the memo. <laughs> oh. It's all right. We, we Next time. Up. Next time. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not banned. You don't want to kick me out of the combo. Uh, no, we're good. We, we, we yes, okay. you must stay. Well, you must stay. <laughs> um, talking about often family members, and, and, and we're good. <laughs> okay. Well, 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 forgive me next time. I mean, this time. <laughs> next time, I'll do better. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. So that was an interesting answer. Um, no, I, that was that was a good way to put it. It was a good answer. <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, I, I think that you really made a lot of good points about introversion. And like, that's kind of what I want to ask you about, Shalia, is I don't know about you, but for me, I was always like growing up, I was always lucky enough to be welcome in communities. And I, I grew up with like having friends and stuff, but mm -hmm. I never really felt like I belonged anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I just felt like I stuck out like a sore thumb. I wasn't girly enough. I wasn't cool enough. I wasn't, like, you know, up on all the pop culture. And I wasn't um, corporate enough going into the yeah. corporate world. I wasn't college -y enough. I, I was never enough in my head. And being or finding out that I was an introvert um, was, like, the first place that I'm, like, damn, like, these people get me like I belong here. And I think 
Uh, for, I would before I continue the question, I would love to hear sort of your experience with that. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like uh, in my younger years, how was uh, it? Sort of like you know, did, do you think that introversion gave you a, a, a sense of community? Um, I don't know if you felt like you had community before, or um, sort of like how understanding your introversion made you feel like part of a community. Yes. So I would say prior to hearing the word introvert or even knowing what the heck that meant, I can say that in my younger years, I definitely, similar to you, I, I was a part of groups. Um, I didn't, I guess I, when I think back to it, I had my kind of core group of friends. I kind of always thought of myself as like, I could get along with plenty of people. I think that I was well received and well liked, but as far as like that deeper connection, that was just like my couple friends I had. So whenever in like a larger group, while they weren't, people weren't always like dismissive of me all the time. It wasn't, it wasn't the same. It wasn't that same connection. Like they didn't get me. I couldn't be my my same self, but I do realize that I had been, and I'm realizing I'm a bit of a chameleon, if that makes sense. Like, I'm just a person I can kind of, I can walk into a room and realize, okay, I'm going to be the talkative one because I'll engage you. Or it's like, I'm also okay with kind of falling back. I'm like, okay, this person likes to talk and I'm okay with listening. So I think that that helped me out a lot. But as far as realizing that I was introverted and being a part of introverted communities, that I don't think anything compares to it because it's like you're sharing memes, you're sharing jokes, um, talking to you and Jay and other guests, whether it's even, you know, on a podcast or writing in the comments, like you realize, like you get me. And some of the things you've never spoken to anybody else, you're like, what? I didn't know <laughs> that I was, I thought I was the only one that makes sure the delivery person is off my step before I go answer the door. I don't need an extra interaction. Like, I thought I was the only one that was doing it or peeking out this, you know, all the little what's considered quirky things we do. So um, introversion in a community or, or one that's based off introversion and realizing that has been probably my where I felt the most welcome so far, I would say. I love that. And yeah, I, I, I love everything that you just said. And I, I'm curious to kind of take that a step further. I feel like introversion kind of transcends like everything else like you know it transcends uh, race and gender and religion and politics and sexuality and like like it's like even though we all might be part of those different like groups like like whatever we all have the shared experience of being introverted and it's like I've never identified with something so much because it's it's a personality. It's not like something about me. It's just, it's who I am at my core. I can't help it. So being able to talk to introverts from all walks of life, like, and just realizing like, no, I'm not crazy. I'm just introverted. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that those are very good points and you're, you're both absolutely, absolutely correct. And, you know, it's, Introversion really is something that tra- transcends everything. Um, you know, I, growing up, I, I also felt like just kind of out of place. It's kind of like, you know, you, you see everybody kind of walking a certain way. And you're just always kind of a step slower, a step 
out of bounds and you don't you can't really identify why and you know sometimes every every now and then you kind of find yourself in step but then just as quickly you kind of out of step and you're like what the hell mm-hmm. and you know you just you're always too something too quiet too distant you know or not enough of this and it, it's, it's definitely frustrating it but um you know in the year and a half two years that i've kind of been in in this space um i've, I've kind of felt more, you know at, at home because i see oh there are just so many people that understand and have gone through what i've, what I've gone through and are going through um, what i'm going through and um i'm just out here telling t- t- telling my story and it's a story that i thought was my own but I'm realizing that so many people have the same or similar stories. I think the most uh, common form of feedback that I get is um, I feel seen, or like you said, I, I thought it was, it was just me. And yeah. when, when you start seeing that thousands of times, <laughs> it, 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 it like it 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 make it, it changes your your whole mindset because you're, you're like, wow, it really isn't me. And like Steph said, I'm not I'm not crazy. I'm just introverted. And right. There's nothing wrong with that. Being introverted, it's it's actually pretty freaking awesome. If I say so mm-hmm. myself, um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be any anything else. Absolutely. Um, and I I just I think that being able to be a part of this introverted community and and seeing people share and like share their stories, share their experience has kind of helped me not make peace with the fact that I'm an introvert, but like just sort of accept myself for the fact that like this is just the way that I'm wired and like there's there's nothing bad about it. There's nothing good. It's just it's just who I am. And like like knowing that other people experience that too has sort of given me a voice and like allowed me to like to vocalize some of the things that I experienced that I never had the words to do before. So I'm curious what your guys' thought is on just being able to see other introverts share online and finally saying, hey, like now I have the words to describe what I'm experiencing. Uh, Shalia, you want to go first? Sure, yeah. So I love it. So um I've definitely shared this before. Outside of podcasting, introversion, community building, all that stuff, any sort of uh, uh, content creation, I was not on social media. My college roommate made me a Facebook page and like forced me into it. Did not log (laughs) on barely. I didn't have an Instagram. Well, no, a friend made me Instagram. I forgot I had it, didn't have a passport to that. But I didn't have an Instagram until I started the podcast in like 2021. So I'm like, it, uh, social media just hadn't, I never got that interest for it. I was just kind of really in my own bubble. So saying all that, um, once I got on social media and I was like, oh, okay, I finally started being able to find people like you and Jay and some other creators that actually identified as being introverted. And so anytime I see a post up, it feels good. It's like, I always feel like I'm rooting. It's like, yes, the community is being pushed forward. It's like, we, we're pushing our introverted agenda or something. <laughs> like, we're taking over. And I even did like a little video. I'm like, you know, introverts are taking over the internet. But, but 
I, I think I made some fair points when I said it. I'll get into that another time. I won't go and go on the tangent mm-hmm. here unless y'all will allow. No, go on. We love tangents. Go, go, run, run with that. <laughs> we love tangents. Okay, but yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Like even, like even stuff the way you share, you share in like a personal journal form, or if you're going live, like you're sharing your experiences, just kind of your everyday thing. I like how Jay he has his clothing brand. And then he's also sharing, like, he always had these fun, like, kind of, what's the best way, like, smart alecky ways. I'm like, I caught that shade he threw, but it's funny, and I love it. He was like, I was thinking it, but Jay, you said it. And the same thing with Seth, because I swear, those are some of the things I admire about you both. But Steph is like, this came to my mind, I'm saying it. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I'm not overthinking this thing, I'm just saying it. And there's so many other creators. And then another thing about seeing people creating and and really talking about their introversion. I don't, you two probably have experienced it, but have you had folks in the comments tell you how you helped them learn they were introverted? Yes. So I've had that experience too, where it's like, oh, wait, I didn't, oh, okay, that's what that's about. Oh, I thought it was just like if you were scared of people or something. Oh, I sound introverted. And so I'm like giving them this list. It's like, you know, and blah, 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 blah. And this is, you know, all those characteristics and little quirks or whatever you may call it. And the people are realizing it. And then they now feel empowered or it's like, oh, I feel good that she said this. Or I'm glad somebody finally said this. Or girl, I thought I was the only one. So all those things feel good to hear people sharing in the the comedy and even some more the uh, more serious things. So I like it. Same here. And yes, I, I've definitely had people um, in comments in my DMs uh, saying, you know, thank you. And, you know, I thought it was just me or I, I, I didn't realize that this was, you know, this is what the traits and the characteristics mm-hmm. of introversion were. I, I might be introverted or, you know, thank you for kind of for speaking for us in, in, in a sense or for, you know, I have a child who's always quiet and kind of withdrawn. Um, now I kind of have a better understanding understanding mm-hmm. as to why. Um, I've had parents um, <laughs> kind of uh, both introverted and, and not um, thank me for my content and you know yeah. helping them under, understand themselves and understand understand their children. And I, I'm definitely happy that I'm seeing that there are more more introverts kind of feeling safe and feeling free to let the world know who they are. And it's, I particularly like it because no introvert really is the same. Introversion isn't, you know, there are stereotypes about what introverts are and the traits that introverts have, but you know, that, that those, those are just stereotypes. You know, there are so many different flavors of introversion and so many different ways to tell the introvert story. I prefer to use humor when I tell to tell my stories. Um, mm-hmm. And that works for me. Steph is uh, <laughs> very much. <laughs> I want to know what you're going to say. Let, let's just say unfiltered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but that's a nice way to say it. Yes, but at the same, but that's kind of a trait that or characteristic that a lot of people don't associate with introversion. They think we're all just you know. To ourselves and don't share anything and in mute and no you have someone here who tells you exactly what's what's on the mind exactly what's on the <laughs> mind <laughs> and it's it's awesome and it's it's good because it just it 
paints us and it shows us in a, a different light. And it's like, you know, we're actually uh, multifaceted people, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, so, so I actually have um, a question for you, Shalia, and, you know, being in an introverted parent, mm-hmm. um, how is that raising a child? I don't, I don't know if your child is introverted or extroverted or if it's too young to tell, but um, yeah. how is being a parent as an introvert? Um, it it's had different seasons for me. Um, well, one, my kid is my kid is five, and I'm still trying to figure out. She is, I don't know. She's definitely she reminds me a lot of myself. I mean, she's definitely she's outgoing. She definitely is social, similar to me. Like I can go out and about and completely be social, be fine. But she's also fine by herself. Like right now, we're recording. She's just upstairs, just chilling alone. So I'm I'm trying to figure it out. But as far as being a parent inside, especially when she when they're younger and it's they literally need you for survival. And I'm like, but I need to be alone for my own survival. <laughs> that was tough. Just being like, I know <laughs> I need you and be with you. And I love this. I love that for you. But right now, I need to just do nothing alone. Um, and then it's that. And then I also had my stepdaughters who are um, older. And so they all had different needs. It's 14 year old and 11 year old and a five year old. So I'm like, it's those things. One of the things I laugh out of uh, so much is like my, my daughter is very, um, I guess I social. And I guess I, I guess most people consider her popular. And she's very much, oh, come on, come one, come one, come all. And we're at the playground and parents love her. She's always being kind to kids, including everyone, which is a great trait. But when I need to be alone <laughs> and befriend those friends and the parents come up to try to befriend me and I'm like, I don't want to be mean, but I also can't let you, I don't want to be so nice because then you'll want to be friends with me. And I'm not here for that. So it's those tricky moments. So I don't really know how to answer right now in this season. It's completely fine. You know, as they get older, they have gained more independence. So that's working out. But yeah, very. I never (laughs) even thought about that. Like, like, because I'm Sean and I are going to start like our pregnancy journey this year. Oh, Um, yeah. We're so excited. Yeah. I'm like finally ready. Like I I finally like I want to be a mom. Like I'm there. Um. And I just never even thought about like that. Like, oh my God, this thing is gonna need this thing. <laughs> Am I ready to be a mom? <laughs> um. Listen, girl, I will, I will tell you some other things even early on. Um, real quick, I'll share one of the things I struggled with, especially when she was first born. Right? It's everybody's excited. You know, you got your oh, husband God. side of the family and your side of the family. So it's like you just had this thing or this baby, <laughs> this, this person. And so there's this part of you that's like, I need to bond and just be kind of like hold up with yeah. my kid. But everybody's excited, especially if it's your first one. It's like, oh, yeah. So now you got to navigate the company of it all. So it's like you just want to be in bed or you want to be alone. That's your introverted side. Then you got your mom's side. I'm protective of this new baby. And I'm kind of selfish with my time. Then you got this other part that once your family is sharing with it. So that was overwhelming. 
just people like, hey, can I get the baby? Can I come see the baby? And it's like, I can't entertain. I don't have the energy left. So that it may, it probably, it could be completely different for you, but that's- I have a feeling that's going to be my issue. Yeah. You're like speaking to the choir. Yeah. So, you know, things like that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, my best friend just had a baby, and it's like, I'm, like, now in the headspace of, like, okay, like, that's about to be me, so do I text her, like, all, like, every other day and say, how are you doing, how's the baby, like, how's Justin, blah, 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 or do I give her a little bit of space, because I know I'm gonna want space, but she is more extroverted, maybe she doesn't want space, so it's, like, yeah, there's so many little, like, intricacies of, like, Mm -hmm how am I going to possibly respond to everyone? How am I going to not feel like I'm doing this all alone? Like, oh my gosh. Yep. You'll be fine. After saying all that, you'll be okay. (laughs) So I have another question for you, Shalia. Um, So do you um, get questions, excuse me, from parents, you know, whether it's an extroverted parent wondering how to, you know, deal with and, and interact with the introverted child or kind of or the reverse, the introverted parent um, wondering how to deal with a more extroverted child. Because I I have gotten these questions from parents and I'm not a parent. I don't play one on TV. Um, I, I'm not interested. I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not interested in, in having kids. Yeah. Um, but you know, so I, I don't I, I don't feel comfortable like giving advice out, you know, Steph will tell you, I, I always say, I don't give advice. I tell stories and tell you my experience. Uh, <laughs> so so you, you can do what you want. But, you know, I, I, I tell them, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a parent, so I don't want to talk to you as a parent. I can just tell you how I grew up and the things yeah. that I experienced and how this felt and how it may feel to your, to, to your child. Mm-hmm. And from there, have a conversation. But I wanted to ask, as a, you know, as a parent, have you um, been asked by another parent, you know, how do I how do I deal with my introverted child or my extroverted child? The answer to that is just to both. So it feels like when I think that I think I've had more questions about how to I'm an introvert, how do I deal with my extroverted kid? But I've had both. Um, and to that, mine was similar with like, you know, here's my experience. But um, having my daughter trying to figure her out and then having my stepdaughter says, help me. So I've had, you know, introverted one and the extroverted one. And to that, I would say definitely for the extroverted child is like, you know, let them be them. But I think what's worked for me is, uh, do I want to use boundaries, maybe boundaries, but also just setting expectations, meaning like, I definitely had to tell one of my kids, she's always like, Miss Shalia and so and so, she wants to be with me. Can I help? I want to help do this. I'm setting shoe. Where are you going? Where are you going? And and I love that because I love my bonus daughter and she loves me. But I had to tell her, like, honey, it's too much. So I explained to her using the whole battery thing, you know, Miss Shalia has what's called a social battery and yada yada yada. Here are the things that fill my battery, here's the things that drain it. So <laughs> I, she got to the point where I told her, like, my battery is getting low. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs. But saying all that to say, I just set, I just will make certain times a day. Meaning, so if I know that around 
four o'clock or something, she likes to do X, Y, Z with me. I'm like, all right, at four to five, we're doing, or, you know, four to whatever. So I'll give her a time slot. That way I, as the introvert, can prepare for the social interaction. And then I'm not like pushing her away because I'm like, look, girl, I, I don't have it in me. So I would say that for, if you're dealing with an extroverted child, like trying to carve out time. So it's kind of, you know, a balancing act for you. Um, and then realizing just kind of being like, you know, some days just chalk it up. It's like, she is also one that likes to have friends and family over. So I'm like, girl, but we come to an agreement. I'm like, you know what? Don't be the Grinch. Don't be the <laughs> in a room. Cause I can be like, oh, why are they, what is going on? But having those boundaries and setting those time blocks has worked out. That's where I feel the most comfortable. So that would be for um, one piece of advice I would give if you're dealing with an extroverted child. Um, introverted, um, if you're extroverted but introverted or introverted but introverted, whatever, same thing. I would say to respect their boundaries, but try to meet them and do, spend time with them doing things that they may like. Like my introverted kid, she doesn't need the hoopla. She likes to just kind of, if I'm cooking dinner, she just comes down the steps and just sits in the kitchen with me. But I know that's her way of being with me. Right now, she can't find the words to be like, oh, I'm here because I'm going to be with you. But as I'm cooking dinner, she just sits in the kitchen. And then I may just kind of ask her a few questions. And then she's into movies. So she may ask if you want to watch a movie or she'll just she'll just sit down. She'll just sit on the floor. I'm sitting on the couch. She'll sit right, right at my legs and eat her snacks. So just finding just less stimulating things to do with her. Um, board games, she's into... Just simple things that don't require too much talking, but just my presence. So just kind of like learning what kind of things really get them excited. Um, playgrounds. That's another tip I would have. Get to, if, if your kid is young enough and you got to, they need to burn off energy, whether introverted or extroverted, definitely extroverts. I went yesterday to an indoor playground. I took two of the kids. We went. Me and my husband sat at the table. We barely talked. I daydreamed and looked around. My husband was in his phone. He was half sleeping. And he went and made friends. And that was easy for me because all I had to do was drive them. And then you get all your social interactions with parents and other friends. And I'll just sit there and watch. So I would say that. A very long answer. But that would be a couple of things I've told people. <laughs> that's great we need to put this in the episode notes for when i become a mom and i need to go re-listen to this because that was some really sound advice we also need to put in the episode that we need we need to to bring back bring back the indoor playground chuck e cheeses like this is this this is what you were made for yeah drive drop the kids off <laughs> parents go go chill have some bad pizza and then <laughs> three or four three or four hours, kids are tired. Put them in the car, put them to sleep. Yep. I haven't so, been to a Chuck and Cheese in a minute. Damn. Yeah, I haven't been to Chuck and Cheese since Clinton was in office. We need we need like <laughs> I, I have been to Chuck and Cheese, but that is that is the luxury, if you'll call it, when you have children, you can invite it to birthday parties. So you will be yeah. in places and you will be up on all the latest. Indoor parks and arcades and things. So True. Yeah. How is that going to like birthday parties with other parents and like having to like mingle and socialize with people that you may or may not have chosen as your friends, but they happen to have 
a child that is friends with your kid? <laughs> um, no. Um, so actually, I funny enough, really enough, I actually do enjoy kids' parties if they're done a certain way. I like. Mm-hmm. I feel like it. You know, it could be kind of fun. The kids aren't the issues. It's the parents. I don't always want to talk to the other adults. But um, so far, to be honest, I, you know, I'm joking. But to be honest, I think all of my experiences at the parties have been good because okay. they were family members so far. I haven't okay. yet gone to a friend's birthday party. So okay. it was on my husband's side of the family or my side of the family, which is it's just family. So it was completely fine. And, you know, we had a good time. I keep on like I'm anticipating the whole friend thing, and I'm like, ah, it makes me a little bit anxious, but I'm sure I'll get through. Right, there should be like a like a sticker, like "Hi, my name is blank, and <laughs> I do blank." Please don't ask me about my job. <laughs> like, right. So, yeah. See, one of the things that like I worry about if I ever had kids is that I, I know that I I can be very honest sometimes and sometimes honest <laughs> at, at the wrong time and same one, the, the one thing i fear is having a, a, a little mini me with that same sort of uh, affliction and, <laughs> and like i don't know if you've seen that insurance commercial with like the replay where you had the, the two moms and saying you know and she asked how come you, you know how, why don't you come come play with us and the little kid is talking about well you said we can't go because she talked too much and the mom's like i ain't say that and Kim's like, you know what? Let's do the replay. And she, and she did it. And it turned out that she actually said that the other mom talked too much. Oh, like, that scares me. Cause, yeah, that will happen. Cause kids yeah, because <laughs> you can't beat your child in public or at all. And, and, that's, and, and, that's, and, and that, that's cool. Um, but it's just like, uh, it, 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 you can't really be mad at them for telling the truth. Because yeah. you tell them, tell the truth. It's just, you know, and you're mad at yourself because you didn't give them that nuance to understand when to tell the truth, but they're also too too young to understand nuance. And it's, oh, it, it's just the spiral of despair and frustration that I don't want to be on. Yeah. So, so I say all that to say, Shalia, how do you deal with that? <laughs> so luckily I have not, to my knowledge, gotten to anything that was like too sticky a situation. Where it's like, oh, you said X, Y, and Z. So thank goodness that had to happen. Um, but I've been around other parents whose kids have had this affliction, as you call it. And it could be pretty cringy. But for me, I'm very big on, like, my husband is like, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, be quiet. They're sponges. And he's like, well, blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. I'm like, okay. So, again, luckily, neither one of us has ever said anything that we had to worry about her repeating but her saying enough just about what was going on, what we said or what we did was enough to convince him, like, you may think she's just playing over there. It's like, and she is, but she's still a sponge and she will repeat it. And she's mm-hmm. quite intelligent enough to articulate these things. And she'll be like, no, but you said, nope, you said it was only 30 minutes. And now you're saying, like, so uh-huh. I can't really answer that because I haven't gotten myself in that situation. But I'm very big on... If I need something to say, you got to be out of the room. I have, you will not catch me. Nope, 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 nope. I, my heart couldn't take it. I would, I would like melt into the floor if my daughter did something like that. 
Thank goodness I haven't been talking trash about anybody so that she has had to repeat it because she certainly would. So that's a yeah. <laughs> and I, that's a great question because it's like I'm kind of thinking about my own childhood and my parents had the benefit of me having a 30% hearing loss. So I didn't hear shit. They would talk to me. I don't hear you. They would like be talking around me. I didn't hear it. And I also have a short attention span. So they really got away with a lot. Um, <laughs> I, me, on the other hand, not only do I not have a filter, neither does my husband. And um, <laughs> we're both so loud. So child, our, our poor children, <laughs> like, let's just hope. Let's just hope the hearing loss is hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Jay reels you in. Stuff exactly. Dark to see who made Jay is like, I thought I was dark, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because I'm always smiley and happy, so like I say something dark, and people are like, "Did that just come out of your mouth?" <laughs> yeah. Yes, because it's it's when it's awesome because you know you see the two of us, and you would expect that you just it's not what you would expect. <laughs> like that came from this one. I wasn't expecting, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that at all. Shame on you for having those. <laughs> for having those thoughts. That's cool. Oh, I can get much darker. That was pretty light. <laughs> <laughs> but you, 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 bring up, you brought up a lot of um, good points. Um, really, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm not a parent, but one thing that I, I observe in children, particularly smaller children, is that uh, one, they're, they're very literal, so you do need to be careful. Um, they are very honest in, in their own way, even if it's not always timely. Um, but they're, they're, they're a lot more intelligent than I think we tend to give them credit for, um, mm -hmm. particularly emotionally intelligent. And you know, earlier you, you brought up the fact that your, your daughter, you know, when you're cooking, you know, she'll just come into the room and just sit. You know, and that's that's kind of just her way of saying of, of showing you that you know she's okay, but also that she doesn't mind you know being around you and like you know nothing's wrong. Um, she can exist you know without talking and kind of just be around you. And I think um, that that really is something that tends to get overlooked um, with with younger kids. Um, and I'm I'm saying that as you know that's kind of what I experienced when I was younger. Is that okay. um, I would, you know, I kind of show that I'm fine around folks um, if I can just be around you. Like, I don't have to talk to you. I can, I, I feel comfortable enough to be around you. Mm -hmm. um, for me, that's big. And I remember being younger, not being. I, I remember feeling that way and knowing how I felt, but not being able to articulate that that way. And I think a lot of times because children aren't able to articulate things or articulate things a certain way, things get articulated for them. But we don't always realize that, you know, kids are all right. They actually, they're okay. You know, they, they kind of have a better grasp on things than we give them credit for. Um, so I'm curious what you think about that. Because again, that, that may just be me um, speaking from my own childhood, but that is something that I see 
and a, a lot of young a lot of young kids these days. Yeah, so no, you, you are not the only one. And funny enough, I completely agree with you about the whole just being around somebody and being quiet. That's how I know that that is my that's how I know when I've reached like my peak level of comfortability. So earlier when I was kind of telling you all that yesterday, me and my husband, we took the kids to an indoor park and we just kind of sat. But my husband, he's my person. We chatted for a bit, but it's like we just sit in each other's company. We weren't talking to each other because it's like it's almost like, to be honest, and I only had this with a couple people. We kind of talked to each other without even saying anything. It's like I feel like I'm sitting next to him and it's like we're having a conversation. Same thing with my sister. So, yeah, I, I agree with you about that and um and not only children don't have the language i think there's a lot of things that we misconstrue or we throw i think that's how we get these stereotypes right so i've been in situations where it's like hey you may find this person this group of people and it's like i just kind of like the vibe like i just like being here i don't really have to say much but it's like you also get mistaken you're like why why aren't you contributing why are you the weirdo just kind of sitting here like no like this is fun or some people like i know i've experienced if you maybe are in a social setting or like a party and i'm like i'm sitting maybe i'm like not in my head it's kind of vibing i dance from time to time um but i'm vibing people like come on i get up why are you sitting it's like and they think that i'm not having a good time and i'm like no like See, you have it all wrong. Like, this is actually me. I am having a good time. And like right now in this moment, I'm looking around at everybody else having a good time. And I am thoroughly enjoying it. And like just being here, just appreciating like the vibe and energy that everybody is giving me makes me just like, I'm at peace. I'm relaxed. I can just kind of just chill and look around. But I get it because our idea of us having a good time is like, I should be raging, swinging from a chandelier. Throwing the bottle back from the bar, losing the shoe. And I've had those times, you know, <laughs> early on, early 20s. I've been there, done that a little bit. But yeah, so I think I think that's when the, the stigmas get thrown at you. If you are right. not loud and shouting and whatever. Right. Like, I, I feel like so growing up, like, I feel like a lot of this information wasn't really out here. So like our parents didn't really know how to approach introverted kids or extroverted kids. And my mom, I'm pretty sure is an introvert. We're still, I'm pretty certain. But like, I think because she didn't have this information, she was always taught like, you know, if you're being quiet or shy, like you should make yourself talk. And then like, she would kind of tell me like, I'm being so quiet. Like you need to talk. Like, like, tell us how your day is. And I feel like I don't want to. <laughs> like, yeah. I just want to read my book. <laughs> um, and so I think that like having, not only having an introverted community online to like talk about these things, but like also having so much access to really be able to understand their personalities is like so empowering for, for parents. So what what's been your experience with that? Uh, what uh, online communities for parents specifically? Yeah, and just like even just like being able to talk about introversion, extroversion, like personality types, like like understanding oh. yourself, understanding your kid. Like I feel like having access to the internet has really opened us up to like be able to communicate like 
this is how I am. This is how my kid is. It's not so, it's not so black and white. Like there's so many shades of gray. Oh, for, for me, I feel like it was, it's definitely, it's been crucial. It's been super important because even prior to me beginning to, um, you know, start my own kind of like online community or podcast community, having an internet so that I can look up things was helpful for me because I couldn't find the words to describe why I felt different. But when I was able to read about it or see someone else and I could kind of relate and put myself in that position, it was helpful. And um, again, like, unfortunately, like the, I feel like I'm so sick of this word, but the pandemic, but it's been such a staple <laughs> in our lives at this point. But it's like when, when that came about, communities were kind of gone. Like we had to isolate. So it was like, well, where do I get this? Where do I get things now? Or um, information and things that, that I was going through. I didn't have people, or at least I didn't know at that time that other people related to me. So I'm like, I can't go to this family member and ask them. Oh, I think we lost you. Uh-oh. Can you hear me now? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. back. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll edit this part out. <laughs> Should happen. Okay. Yeah, we will. Or That's not. Maybe not. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it plays. Okay, <laughs> do, we need, do we need to start over from a certain yes. side? Or where, where um, do you want to go back to? Ask your question again, Steph. Okay. I don't remember right. it. I was um, going to ask that. Do you remember your question, Steph? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We might have to leave this part in. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I, you, you asked me something about... Um, how oh, online communities, communities and momhood and just like, yeah. That. How, yeah. <laughs> How have I been impacted by that or something was your question. Something like that. <laughs> um, I think we, you, I stopped hearing you around where you were saying like the pandemic kind of cut out our abilities to, um, to have a community and like being able to go online just empowered us to have this connection to other people like outside of our families and our coworkers and friends that we could ask questions to and, and look stuff up. Okay. I don't remember where I was going with this answer, but I will try to start go, back. Here. Go wherever you want to go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And um and so with the pandemic, like you know, a lot of in-person communities and just your normal socialization, a lot of it stopped. So there wasn't at least for me, it didn't feel like I had a person to kind of go to in my personal life that I thought could relate to me. I've since, you know, after starting my own community with the podcast, I've since had family members come forward and say, oh, this is how I felt. But at the time, I didn't know. So an online online communities for me were crucial. Um, mm -hmm. I remember even being a part of a group. Uh, what's the app called? Meetup, I think. And mm -hmm. I ended up meeting with a group of ladies and we just kind of... They were from like all over near where I'm from. I'm in Philly. So just kind of in that tri-state area. And it was really good because it was during a pandemic. We were just looking for some sense of community. We talked about careers and our lifestyles. And we talked about um, journaling and positivity. And then we actually got a chance to meet up, I think, twice in person. And by the time we met up, a lot of the restrictions were being lifted. And the group ha has since kind of went, you know, Mm -hmm. um but it was helpful for it was good for 
for what it did was, you know, it did its job. So it kind of carried me those months. It, it gave me something to look forward to and people to meet and just have a chance to talk. So online communities are great. I even now I feel like online communities, even if it's not about like motherhood or introversion specifically for me in general, I'm a big fan of online communities because like, look at us now, like we all live in different places. I think stuff you're probably the closest to me because you're in New York, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like, I got a chance to talk to people in Canada. I've spoken with people that live in the Middle East. Like having these online communities and these platforms have been crucial to me because it's expanded the amount of people that I'm able to meet and connect with. And I can't, you know, we can't physically show up to every single thing. So I, I love an online community. Absolutely. Uh, definitely. I, I'm right there with you. I think, you know, some of the kind of the better friendships in my adult life I've met through on, through these online communities, you know, yeah. you, you know, like you said, yeah. look, look at us. We all met the, uh, this this, <laughs> on, this online space. So mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's, it's definitely uh, valuable, particularly to introverts, uh, really anybody, but particularly introverts, these online spaces, because it it definitely removes a lot of the pressure, I think, of, you know, one, having to go out. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know you can kind of uh, interact with them as you want to you know there, there's no pressure to, to interact to a certain extent yep. or a certain amount so I think that that also um, adds value so uh, definitely a, a great point yeah I uh yeah to your point I wanted to add like what you said when you're whether it's like an online forum or like a private group you can overshare, undershare, share just the, you know, like there is, it's not so much pressure. Like maybe if you're in an in-person setting and maybe there's a combo going on and people are asking you to contribute. Well, we know that we're able to contribute, but sometimes being on the spot for some of us, it could be a bit much. So we want time to kind of process and kind of mull over mm -hmm. our answers. We have something to say. We just might want to kind of think it over first. But when you're on the online space, you can do that. Like if I'm in the comments, sometimes I just comment and I'm like, you know, just right there off the top of my head. But other times I want to give a more thoughtful answer and having those like two or three minutes to pause before I respond is helpful for me. Or right. you can mute your groups. You can be like, you know what? I'm a little peopled out. Let me mute the group and I'll come back in a few days. I take breaks from social media all the time. <laughs> all I keep trying. I keep trying myself out of that every time that was you. Um. <laughs> so, but that that's helpful to, for me because it's not a pressure of like, yeah, you know, it, it's it's really helpful for me. Right, and like in person, I feel like you don't have a, a mute button, a delete button, an edit button. Mm -hmm. So I, I just that just came out of my mouth, and <laughs> now I got to deal with the consequences. Yeah. Um. Can I also add, dare I be bold enough to say that introverts are great at starting communities. I do. I think that. I, I would say three of us sitting here are examples that it can be done. And I know that it may be weird to attach, you know, the word introvert and community starter or builder, but I think so because Starting a community, I feel like we know what it's like to not be a part of a community or to be left out of something. So I think we already had that experience. So it, 
So you want to then include other. I do that all the time. And, and I realize that about myself. I've always done that. If I'm in a space and I notice somebody is um, maybe wanting to contribute or everybody else is over talking them, I would take it upon myself to be like, oh, well, let's hear what so-and-so has to say. Like I'm that person. Or if somebody's sitting quietly off to themselves, I'll go over for a one-on-one just to check in with them. And maybe they're just trying to cool with just, you know, hanging back. I don't take it personal because I know what that's like too. But maybe they're just, uh, Jay, you kind of said it. We kind of do this kind of song and dance, this kind of game, like who's going to go first? It's like, all right, I'll go first. I'll introduce myself and just, you know, ask you things about. So I think that we do have that insight. And then um, our ability to listen and just like kind of scope the room. I think we we pay attention to detail, what makes it better for community. Like, I think we got a lot of characteristics about us that make us great at starting community. Absolutely. And oh, it's, I agree. Like, it's like not even all about us, which is great. Like, I think sometimes like a lot of people misunderstand community to be like audience. Um, mm -hmm. And it's like, I feel like introverts just inherently know like, I'm here to like just connect with you and have a deep conversation. I don't mean to be the center of attention and like no shade to like my extroverted friends. I love you all. But like, I like to sit back and like kind of just listen. Like my best ideas, my best like conversations happen when I'm just, you know, engaging with you rather than being the center of attention. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I can totally relate, and you're absolutely correct. You know, we it's we don't necessarily build communities, um, or you know, thinking about what we can get out of it. It's because we we understand that it's just it's not really all about us. It's you know, building something with other people and giving other people um, who may not or may have never been in a position to feel safe to share, you know, feel safe. Um, yes. So. You know, Shalia, you're absolutely right. You know, I think introverts are uniquely suited to build community. And it's something that I, I really had to um, acknowledge and, and accept uh, because we, we also don't like drawing attention to ourselves. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, to, to, to take a step back and say, oh, wow, you know, I have a community of X amount. For me, it, it's hard, but it, it, it's, it's definitely accurate. And um, I'm definitely appreciative of the people who have joined my community and or as as Steph and I say, the introvert fam and, yeah. you know, and have joined us on this journey and have shared their stories and, and their journeys. Um, it just makes us feel, it makes us all feel that uh, we're not alone in this thing. Right. <laughs> you you are right. Um adding to being the being at the forefront of the community. Cause it's like you we I feel like part of the reason why I why probably we all started is because we wanted to be a part of a community. So you're like, listen, mm -hmm. I know what it's like to be on the outskirts. So we're gonna build from within and now we're we're already automatically a part of the community because you know we started it or cultivated it or whatever. But it does feel weird for this is a okay. This is another topic. How do you all handle just like the it's like the support? Because it's like 
depending on what she did for mine, but just completely like, I don't know if this is going to work. Maybe six people will hear this thing. And that's not the case. It's well beyond that now. <laughs> um, I got to a point where it was like, at first it was like, you know, my podcast, I'm talking about what I want to, to be clean for everybody, which is a good problem to have because now it's a shared thing is what we all want. But sometimes because we can be so like modest and so like humble, we don't like the attention. Like, how are y'all coping with it? Are you coping with it? <laughs> like, how do you cope with how do we cope with the attention? Yes. Um that's that's very good. <laughs> very good question. That is a good question. I feel like we kind of lean on each other a lot, which is really mm-hmm. it's really nice. Like I always say that one of the best parts about collaborating with Jay rather than doing this thing alone is that like I'm able to create like 10 times the content with like mm-hmm. half the effort on both of our parts. So there are days, weeks when I'm just feeling a little bit off and like I'm I'm lucky enough that Jay is able to kind of fill in the gaps and, and vice versa. Like well you're you're better than me. You're not as up and down. <laughs> you're very stable. <laughs> um <laughs> just no I'm here. <laughs> just know that if you're ever needing a little bit of a break or whatever like i am here to to fill in Um, well i appreciate it i actually feel like (laughs) this past week i've I've been slacking as far as really Um, not you (laughs) yes sometimes um i I feel like i i I slack um but uh, i don't know i understand intellectually that there's a certain amount of attention that comes with this and that's needed because um, I'm also an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. I need as many eyes on mm-hmm. my business as, as possible. So I, I get that intellectually. Um, yeah. As an introvert, it still bugged the hell out of me. Um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's just something that I have to, you know, it, it, is, it is what it is. And this is you know, this is the community that I joined and started. This is the path that I'm I'm walking down. Um, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not trying to sound uh, oh existential, but um, it kind of it is what it's. I, I think I've accepted that there's just a certain amount of attention that comes. Um, but I, I also look at it as people understand. Um, understand my story, understand where I'm coming from because it's their story. So mm. it's good attention. You know, it's, yeah. it's so, yeah. you know, it's, hey, I feel, I, I feel seen. Um, it's, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not the only one. You know, you understand me. This is, I've, I've always felt this way and you're just speaking, you're saying what I've always thought or you're saying what I've always wanted to say. Like that, that it's a good kind of attention. Um, right. Not, mm-hmm. not the extra, hey, how are you? You know, spotlight beaming on you type of, mm-hmm. of, 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 of attention but like softer um, almost yeah it's, it's just it takes some getting used to but i'm slowly kind of yeah getting used getting used to it um i'm still not 100 percent comfortable I don't, I don't care how how many how many followers i have it's, it's i don't think that's ever going to go away but mm-hmm. i understand that um my followers my community um, is there for a very good reason, and I definitely, okay. I definitely um, am 
appreciative of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm kind of emotionally detached from attention. Like, mm-hmm. I like, I don't really care if you want to pay attention to me. Good for you. If you don't, carry on with your day and I'm, I'll be okay. Like, right. <laughs> like, I think that by taking that kind of stance, I'm like, what? Uh, I'll get the attention that the universe wanted me to have today, and I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, that's that's good. I um I was asking because so I had the uh, introverted black mom podcast, but more recently I ventured over to YouTube. Mm. So I have a a new YouTube channel. Yes, I'm plugging. I need to start plugging myself. Yes, please plug so, yourself. Um, Culture Canvas TV. So it's like nostalgia, some commentary documentary style stuff so we're doing like a lot of like 90s 2000 stuff so anyway i start i got more serious with it uh mid-november so i'm like okay i'm serious and i'm going to attempt to get monetized okay great so i gave myself this goal i need to have 500 followers and 3,000 watch hours by april i was giving myself a few months so recently I had this video that's still continuing to climb. One video on my channel, I guess is my version of viral. I'm close to 200,000 views. And I'm like, wow, I got to go watch it. (laughs) So, and now, very shortly. So now I think I checked it yesterday. I'm at like 780 followers. A subscriber. And I have almost 11,000 watch hours. So I've completely, you know, Surpassed my goal. I was saying all that to say I had gotten used to what we were describing as the attention and like, you know, what it was in the podcast space. And, you know, but for whatever reason on this new platform I'm on, I'm like, (gasps) like each notification, I'm like, what, what, what? And and it feels good in a certain, you know, as people are supporting and they're like, you're getting these comments like, this is great. Continue on. I love the content. And I'm already getting like, hey, could you do videos on this thing? But for whatever reason, now I'm like, I guess because what I had in mind, it was going to be like a slow climb. And now it was just like, Phew. yeah. And it brings me back to like with the podcast. And I was like, wait, whoa, what are all these numbers doing? So it feels good because you put in the effort and you want people to like it. I think that's a human thing. You want to be accepted, but it still feels weird. It's like me, really? So right. I think right. that as I do it, I'll continue, like I'll get more comfortable, but I just, it was a, again. It, I had the expectation. I'm like, oh, I'll do it because I like it. I wasn't doing right. it number, so it'll right. start a podcast all over again. Those feelings where I'm like, two months from now, or even two weeks from now, I'll probably be like, why did I say that on that podcast? I don't even care anymore. But right now, <laughs> today, I'm like, yeah, it's a lot. And, and Jay can definitely speak to this too. I had a sort of a similar experience on Threads. <laughs> like I've blown up over yeah. there. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. It was definitely getting in my head for like the first two weeks. I was like, I have so many followers on threads. Yay me, yay me. Like, and just like getting like like a little bit, it was going in my head a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what really helped me is reminding myself that the reason that my content was resonating with people, um, and like just like like I one post gained like twelve hundred people, it was insane. And then the next one gained like eight hundred. I was like, Okay, this is insane. Yeah. Like um, but reminding myself that the reason that these posts did so well and that people continue to join my community is because 
like for me i'm sharing my experience and like my life mm. and that's what's interesting so if i start getting caught up in this culture of like how do i grow the numbers how do i build the community right. how do i like make them happy then i'm not really being authentic because mm -hmm. that's not my my life isn't that i'm just showing up and sharing from my life and from my experience and just kind of separating the two like reminding yourself that you're sharing your story not here to build followers if that makes sense yeah exactly exactly so what what are your thoughts, Jay? Because you blew up pretty quickly too. I know you hate when I say that, but I, I really do hate that. <laughs> 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 I mean, you're right. You know, the the I think I think you're right to to understand. Your goal isn't necessarily to increase the number of followers, but to build community. And I know that kind of sounds like the same thing, but it's it's more important that you know your story um your content resonates with mm -hmm. people and i think for for all of us you know we think that's that's the case and there's an audience a population a community of folks out there who, sh who share our stories and mm -hmm. who resonate with, with our with our content and, and our stories so it's um i i don't yeah i, I don't really um get the big head or or really um, big up the fact that I have uh, a decent following on, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, to me, it's, you know, I, I've seen other content creators with with way larger following, so that so that's part partly why. Mm -hmm. um, but also, it's just, it's just not me. Um, I just say, you know, thank you and, and move on. Like I, I, yeah. I, I, I and I, I guess because I, I look, I look at it a certain way. You know, I, I just I look at it not as followers, but as people who um for whatever reason you know like my content thought it was funny um or really tr and truly resonate with with the message and the story that i'm that i'm putting out there so that's kind of how i look at it and mm -hmm. for me it is really that's not something to i don't know brag about but mm -hmm. um it, it 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 does feel good you know i'm not gonna lie there is a, there is a little bit of uh, a boost to the ego but yeah. um at the same time, I just I, I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a fan of uh, still not a fan of drawing any kind of attention to myself. So I will yeah. I will I will never uh, uh, like uh, like shouting out how many followers or how many yeah, how many followers I have on Instagram, right. Facebook. It's just yeah, I I agree because. For me, I had that same kind of like, okay, great. Cause it does feel good. It's like, okay, whatever I'm doing, people are enjoying. It. And you want you you do like to be like, oh, good job. But it's like I just create something, then I move on. Like I try not to stay attached to it. But for me, it was other people who were recognizing me and they meant no harm. Like even recently, a classmate, she dig in me and was like, Hey, I clicked on this video and so and so and so. And and this is like an elementary school. <laughs> And she's like, oh, and I looked, and I said, oh, Shalay is famous on YouTube. And I put, ha, not famous. But then it was like, what? What is it? It's like everybody else's perception and they're bigging up these things. So it's like, in my mind, it's like, I did it. And I'm like, and they're like, you didn't so and so, you need to say this. And a lot of times I don't celebrate. I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's I don't care, too much attention. I refuse to celebrate. That's something I got to work out between me and the therapist, I'm sure. 
But <laughs> I get what you're saying, Jay. Like, I try to just like appreciate and move on. But now it's like people are like, oh, first you were doing this, now you're over here. And I'm like, my goal is not to be famous. Fame, I would never do. Look at me now. I'm like, I got 700 folks on, on the platform. I'm like, oh my gosh, fame would never work. Community, yes. And I will take being rich. I'll do that. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. That. But yeah, I, I, I feel you though. But I need to take, um, oh, first off, thank you both for sharing. And I think I need to take some of what you both said so that I can like, you know, kind of calm myself down again and like get back to, you know, accepting it is what it is. And then just like how you said, okay, you want to listen? It's cool. If not, that's also cool. So, yeah. Right, it's I'm just I'm just passing by. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I thought definitely I was a balance. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's definitely a balance. You know, you mm-hmm. you you you, you want to build the community, but again, it's just you know, uh, you're not really there for the sheer number. I guess of followers isn't necessarily what does it for 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 us. You know, it's like right, mm-hmm. yeah. It's really that engagement for me. Like when people yeah. are like, oh, so and so, and or if I ask and people respond in the comments or they start their own kind of discord in the comments, I'm like, oh, people are talking to each oh, other. Oh, I love so, that. You know, it's, and I'm with you. It's like not necessarily numbers because prior to the numbers growing, my engagement was doing well. With, yeah. you know, regardless of whatever following or people. Um, another thing that I that I feel like I enjoy that means to me what I want it has translated in a way is that people, whether it's family members or, or supporters of mine, they'll just send me little stuff, uh, little memes or things about introversion. It's like, yeah, that probably happens to you. You're the like, introvert girl you're now. You're that go-to, like, king or queen introvert. And so everybody's like, this is great. You should have yeah. did this. So it's like people send me things or ideas or like, you should do, I want you to do a, a skit about this. Because you just kind of become, which is cool because when I started, I'm like, wouldn't it be nice to be top of mind when people think about Black introverted mom? That was like my goal. And so now when people send me these things, I'm like, oh, you reached your goal, girlfriend. People are sending you things. They see introverted anything, they send it your way. So that's what I like more than numbers. Yeah, like I feel like like people people think you become that girl and like people yeah. see something and like, now they think of you when they see it. I love. Mm-hmm. I think the greatest compliment is exactly what you just said. Is like when I look at my DMs and I have DMs from my friends and my parents and my yeah. coworkers who I didn't even know were listening to the podcast. Right. Like are suddenly mm-hmm. sending me like memes and stuff, and I'm like, oh, you guys are listening, sure. <laughs> yeah. But it is a compliment. Like you thought of me. You saw this. Like now you associate me with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's super cool. And I was gonna say something, but then I forgot it. Typical. Um, <laughs> so, Shalia, it has been already almost an hour and a half. Oh my I was, goodness! Okay. I could talk to you forever, but we all know what happens when I get hungry, and I am hungry now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we may have to just do a part two at some point. I will come back for part two, three, and whatever. Yeah. But before we let you go, tell tell the folks one more time where they can find you. 
Uh, oh, sure. yeah. Plug. What do you want to plug? I, I, I had to put it in my notes because I forget myself all the time. So on Instagram, I am at Black Introverted Mom. Facebook, the Introverted Black Mom podcast. TikTok, I am the Black Introvert Mom. And then my website is www.blackintrovertedmom.com. So come join. Um, also, I am kind of reworking the podcast at this point. I am trying to hire at least some sort of help to, to help me with this thing. Um, currently, it has been a weekly podcast. I have not been able to fulfill my duty. So I am toying around with the possibility of it being a bi-weekly or monthly podcast at this point, at least for now, so I can get myself together. Um, and that is because, like I said, I have started on YouTube. So um, YouTube, I am Culture Canvas TV. Come on over. We talk nostalgia, 90s music and fashion Ooh. and clothing and trends, a little social commentary, a little documentary style. Um, right now, I'm working on a video. It's just kind of about hip hop brands, why they may have not survived. So tune in for that. And yeah, that's what do you have. Do you have any guests? Plan having any guests on this on, on the Culture Canvas? I I am open to it. I know you are into '90s music, Jay. I, I know mean, it's, about it's, you. It's, it's my life. It is your life, <laughs> and we shall talk about that. I am open to it. Right awesome. now, we're just um, just me so far. But I'm open to guests. We can. I like how I, I just invited people. myself onto the show. I'm also invited myself onto you and Seth's podcast. <laughs> you invited me. Possibly. Well, you're a mentor, so of course I'm gonna have you. So we're all forcing our way into each other's projects, but I'm cool with it. Awesome. <laughs> we'll link all of that for you guys. You don't have to memorize it. Yes, <laughs> we definitely will. I can't yeah. memorize it all, which is why I have it in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> So we definitely want to thank you, Shalee, for being on, on the podcast episode. Uh, definitely had a dope conversation. Uh, but this is personally my favorite part of the show, where we tell Steph to tell the folks to do the thing. Before I do the thing, Jay, should I mention what we've got going on in terms of community? You should, because I, I forget things, too. <laughs> so, uh, so for those of you who are in the tri-state New York City area, um, we want to invite you guys to a Podcasters Plus Mixer in New York City that is happening. And Chalia, I, I think you said you're you're in the area, right? I sort am <gasps> Okay, so January 29th, um, we are co-hosting a Podcasters Plus Mixer. Um, it's going to be on the Upper West Side of New York City. And it's just going to be sort of co-working and lunching and drinking. And I don't drink, but it's okay. You guys can drink. Um, and we're hoping that this is going to lead to more events like this. But whether you have your own podcast, like the three of us, or you're thinking of starting one, or you just want to kind of build your brand by going on podcasts, Somebody told me that podcasts are the way to grow your brand. Um, I don't remember who said that. But come join us. Our wristband is $10, uh, and we'll link that in our bio. And I really need to work on my pitch, but that was the first time I did it. Um, <laughs> awesome. So hopefully we'll get to meet you in person. That would be so would cool. We will chat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we will. Um, so that's I'm, happening I'm, on. I am sold. I will be there. 
Well, you better be. You're hosting it. <laughs> you don't have a choice, pal. <laughs> um, just kidding. You always have a choice, but not really. Um, so we are going to be doing that. We're so excited. We will link the wristband thingy in the bio. And without further ado, let's close this thing out. If you love this episode, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with a friend, uh, like it, rate it, review it uh, on all the platforms, download it, and of course, stay introverted. Yes, stay introverted. And on behalf of Steph and Shalia, I am Jay Coleman, and we will talk to you next time. Peace. Bye. Bye.